0: Okay, uh, welcome everybody. This week, uh, for popcorn drink combo, I'm going to do a quick podcast on the 2018 Jennifer Lawrence uh, film Red Sparrow. Uh, this is directed by Francis Lawrence, who has worked with Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence, before on three of the four Hunger Games films. Also, is no stranger to uh, action adventure movies. Um, And uh, Peter will not be joining us this week. Peter is off in L.A. pitching his latest ideas to Lucas and Spielberg, so we'll be eager to see what he says when he gets back. Um, Without to give away too many spoilers, the plot involves a ballerina whose career is tragically ended by an injury, um, and through a complex series of events, she gets enrolled into the Russian Secret Service. Uh, largely to learn the tradecraft of espionage, and she is specifically trained to seduce uh, her targets uh, as a so-called honey trap or honey pot agent. The movie also involves the search for a mole uh, in the uh, Russian government, and there is also a bit of a love story romance uh, with an American agent. This movie has not gotten the greatest reviews in the world, and I think that expectations were very, very high for anything involving Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, The book is based, sorry, the movie is based on a 2013 book of the same title by Jason Matthews. And the book is actually quite good. I've read it, and I enjoyed it very much. Um, I will tell you, without giving a ton away, that I think that there are some good things in this film and there are some bad things in this film. One is, on the pro side, this film looks terrific. Um, I think that for people who are interested in seeing uh, a film for adults that is built around spy affairs in Eastern Europe, the movie looks great. The movie uh, is very well filmed. It has excellent cinematography based on the work of cinematographer Joe Willems. it is very, very interesting to watch. The plot is not straightforward at all, and the plot is fairly convoluted and passes through multiple layers and um, goes sort of up and down throughout the movie's length, which is quite long. It's over two hours, and there are multiple very well-done action scenes Um some of these are fist fights, Some of these are more chase-based. They're all very well done. And again, uh, the director, Lawrence, not to be confused with the star, Lawrence, no relation, um, is very, very experienced and capable when it comes to these action scenes. I think on the con side, there is a little too much story here in the sense that this is essentially an origin story for the character of the, the, the Russian agent, Dominica, um, and at the same time, it's more than just her first adventure. It's, it's several adventures that she has. And I think that they perhaps tried to do too much. And as I said earlier, the movie has quite a long run time, coming in at two hours and 20 minutes. And I think that they could have honestly done half as much and perhaps had more impact. If they had just shown her background as a ballerina, her injury her experience in the training school, and then perhaps her first mission, it would have been enough to set up the character, and it would have left a lot of material, for example, from the the novel, which is the first in the series, to use in additional films if this took off. Um, the way that the movie is structured and the way that the movie runs is it's her her injury, her ballerina time, it's her training school, and then her first adventure and her second adventure, and subsequent other adventures, all of which are tied around this hunt for this mole within the Russian Secret Service. Again, um, as you've heard me say in this podcast more than a couple times, I do believe that less is more. I think they probably could have gotten away with a smaller story and left themselves more room down the road. There's at least enough material in the novel for two films, possibly even more. And interestingly, the director, having split up some of the Hunger Games films, is no stranger to breaking up the material across more than one movie. Um, There's, unfortunately, I think one of the few uh, cinematography or filming mistakes, there's quite a lot of shots of Jennifer Lawrence uh, walking down Eastern European streets. And and it almost became a motif. There's sort of shot after shot after shot after shot that they use as an establishing vehicle of her walking down a street, usually from the left side of the frame to the right side of the frame. And I kind of felt like the fifth or the sixth time I saw it, um, it was a little too much. Um, And I think that there's much gratuitous violence in the film, and I'm not someone who's shy about looking at violent content in movies, but I think that by the fifth or sixth time we had a knockdown drag out fight or a gory murder or assassination, it had lost some of the impact on the viewer. And I think that at times, sometimes it might have been better if the camera had panned away demurely, shall we say. Uh, as opposed to zooming in for the gory violence. Again, as the movie wore on, I felt like, oh yeah, another scene of a guy getting beaten up or tortured or having his uh, skin torn off or whatever as happens in the courts of this movie. Uh, Mary Louise Parker, who I really like, plays a small role in this movie as a chief of staff of a U.S. senator. She is grossly underutilized, and uh, for such a big name, she only has about five minutes in the movie. She's quite good in her scenes, um, but you only really see her for a few minutes, and then she is essentially forgotten. Interesting, in the book, uh, the main character has synesthesia. She is able to perceive colors uh, all around her that no one else can see. It's a major feature in the book of the character that's not at all in the movie. And interestingly, the book features uh, a lot of recipes. It's a little bit unusual for a spy novel, but every chapter involves somebody eating something. At the end of the chapter, the author provides a detailed recipe uh, for what has been described Earlier in the chapter, obviously there's no recipe supplied in the film, but the film also makes no special attention to food. Um, As I said earlier, this has been relatively poorly reviewed. It has a low rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I actually think that this movie has been treated a little bit unfairly. I saw it. I enjoyed it. I had a very good time. And I definitely, sort of on taking the temperature of the movie theater I was in, got a sense that the audience was engaged and interested the whole time. Jennifer Lawrence definitely is able to carry this film and hold your attention. She's very good. And perhaps her, her darkest role since we've seen her in Winter's Bone, I would say. So, again, for a quickie, mini-podcast without too many spoilers on Red Sparrow, I would say that uh, don't listen to the reviews. It's not the disaster that you may have heard. It's also not uh, her best work or his best work as an actress and a director, but, again, uh, it's a very, very uh, capable and workmanlike film that I certainly had a good time with watching as a man Uh, We'll be back next time for a full podcast. Thanks, guys.